Coming up on today's Locked On Big Ten, Wisconsin wins the conference. We got to go over that game and a big battle right on the edge of the bubble coming up here tonight between Rutgers and Indiana. A review and a preview here on today's Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, we got to preview the biggest game of the Big Ten season. It gave Wisconsin and the Badgers at least a share of the Big Ten title. And also, coming up tonight, a huge battle as far as the NCAA tournament bubble goes. Rutgers and Indiana are right on the edge of the field of 68. We'll talk about how big this matchup's going to be on the show as well. Our show today is brought to you by RunYourPool.com. March Madness is here. It's March now. And Run Your Pool has the best way to run your brackets. And different ways to run your brackets, too, if you're not into the traditional stuff or just want to get more ways to do it, too. We'll tell you more about RunYourPool.com. Dot com later on in just a minute, helping us get you the show today. Before we get into any of the stuff that went on yesterday or will go on here today, let's quickly go over everything that you may have missed over the day yesterday in the Big Ten. Quick review of the scores. Of course, the big game that we're going to talk about, Wisconsin against Purdue. The Badgers win the Big Ten at home 70-67. to They have a share of it right now. If they can beat Nebraska later on this week, they'll have that title to themselves. Also, Ohio State falls at home to Nebraska as the Cornhuskers win their second straight Big Ten game. A huge one for Nebraska as they picked up a win on the road over a ranked team. Shock Ohio State will take a hit. Speaking of bracketology, I'm sure the next time we see a full bracket from Joe Lenardi or anybody else. And then finally, Michigan won the rivalry over Michigan State, got a much-needed win as they're still flirting with the NCAA tournament bubble. The final score in convincing fashion, 87-70. to The Wolverines defeat the Spartans. Let's look at how this again affects everything actually going on with the NCAA tournament and Joel Linardi's latest projections. He has, at the very end of his field of 68, two Big Ten teams to facing off against each other tonight. Indiana and Rutgers are right now teams 67 and 68 in his projected field. The winner tonight surely to stay in, the loser surely to drop out. I'm going to tell you more about just how big I think that game is later on here today. Elsewhere with the loss yesterday, Purdue also dropped down from the two-line to the three line. So the Boilermakers now join the Badgers in that three line. No Big Ten team in the top eight seeds of this tournament, according to at least Lenardi's projections. But again, still nine teams out of the Big Ten in the NCAA tournament as it's projected right now. It'll be close on Selection Sunday, no doubt about that. I'll talk about how I don't really think now it, it could get to nine teams at the end of it. I think it's less and less likely as we've gone along, but that's coming up later in the show. But again, still nine teams in the tournament as at least Joe Lenardi sees it at ESPN right now as we talk here today. We're going to talk more about what was a huge and really, really exciting game throughout in Madison yesterday. Purdue and Wisconsin giving each other really all they had. I'm talking about a good effort at the start of the game throughout and everyone really putting, I think, their best foot forward for a lot of time. We'll talk about all of it here in a minute here on Locked On at Big Ten. 
Well, if you've been listening to Locked On Podcasts, you probably already know about Built Bar. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, looks like a candy bar. And when you look at the nutrition facts, you're going to wonder, how is this not a candy bar with everything that we're tasting? But they've got more than 15 grams of protein in every bar, less than five net grams of carbs and sugars too. So everything that you want without any of the stuff that you don't. All these bars also are built in with 100% real dark chocolate inside too. You're going to get great taste, great flavors that are coming out all the time over at Built.com. And they've got all the products you could ever want from the actual bars themselves or go get the powders you can pour into drinks, little gummy shots that you can just pop in and get yourself through your workout, your day, whatever it needs to be done in the day. You can get it done with the help of a Built Bar. Head on over to Built.com right now. Use our promo code Built, or I'm sorry, Locked15, Locked15 at Built.com, and you can get 15% off your order as well. So go give them a try. You got money to save and nothing to lose. Just help yourself get through your day with a Built Bar at Built.com. Welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. Nate Dickinson with you here. It was the biggest game of the Big Ten season going into it. It lived up to the expectations, and it ended with us crowning at least a share of a Big Ten champion in the Wisconsin Badgers. Wisconsin defeats Purdue yesterday. The final score is 70-67, and we've got a lot to talk about from this game. First off, just if you watched this thing from the start, the energy was absolutely electric at the Kohl Center. It was incredible to see just a classic end-of-season Big Ten basketball game with quite literally everything on the line. And these two teams may face off again at some point in the Big Ten tournament. They may, of course, have bigger aspirations and bigger games to play in the NCAA tournament at some point. But this felt like a postseason atmosphere yesterday. There is no denying that it was at 100% from the start. Kudos to the Wisconsin's fans for doing that and bringing that out. We kind of knew that would happen. It was a big Big Ten crowd. But obviously... This felt like it was something more than just a regular season game. It felt like it was something even more than just a game for a share of a Big Ten title even. It was something bigger than that. And these two teams really, I feel like, were kind of going after what they wanted as far as being able to really compete here and say that they had the bragging rights in the Big Ten. Because I feel like those had been produced for a very, very long time. But now Wisconsin with this win may be able to take over and say, hey, we're the top dogs here. You've been counting us out all along, picked 10th in the Big Ten from the start of the season, not projected in many people's NCAA tournament brackets, lost a lot from last year too. People who come back, get the job done for the Badgers. And when you're talking just big picture kind of stuff, it's a great story. A great story for the Big Ten, a great story for Wisconsin basketball. I mean, you can't, and okay, you can't, a lot of people do. But it's very hard, I'd say, to root against this Wisconsin team if you didn't have any, I guess, pre-existing conditions or biases against them going in. Let's get into the actual game. As I mentioned, the energy was there from the top. And one thing I noticed from the start of this game was that at least in those early minutes, like first 10, 15 minutes, maybe even to this game, we saw some really, really quality basketball being played. Both teams taking transition opportunities when they felt it was best and feeling it out the right way. Falling into the half court, Purdue was outstandingly efficient early on offense. Wisconsin was getting the looks that they needed to to at least keep up with what Purdue was doing on offense early. I mentioned in yesterday's show that Purdue didn't need to be all that much better to be able to make this a good ball game. But both teams really, I think, brought, at least from the start of this game, what was a very, very good form of basketball on both ends of the floor. 
Both teams were scoring it well, getting good looks. It was really just all around fun to watch, including the Jaden Ivey versus Johnny Davis matchup that we got to see there in those first few possessions. They were going back and forth for a bit. I wrote down just in the notes that I'm looking at here, like, hey, that was going to be fun. It was fun, very fun to be able to watch that. And those two going at it was obviously big. Uh, I wrote down one thing, and yes, this is, again, I said like first 10, 15 minutes, I wrote down 11-28. Purdue's offense is no doubt fine. If you were worried about what you had seen from Michigan State over the weekend, Purdue put together a game, I feel like, yesterday that even though it ended in a loss and there were some turnover problems at some point that are still going to linger in the concerns of Boilermaker fans, a lot of people were worried about, I think, maybe just like the shooting Purdue had really off and just looked like the offense was struggling to get it into gear. I think Jason Benetti on the call even said the same thing word for word. But Purdue was able to put it all together. And again, early in that game, you saw the offense that Purdue wanted to do. And it was there, again, both teams, I thought, put together really, really quality basketball games throughout. There were a few stretches there where it looked a little sloppy on the turnovers, again, for the Boilermakers. But... I mean, you could point to that as to like, hey, why Purdue isn't fighting for a Big Ten championship still, maybe. Going through just, I'm again, looking through my notes here, going through this game. Uh, both teams look really good in the half court. I wrote that near the end of the first half. These look like end of season teams. That's maybe my biggest takeaway just outside of like the result of the actual game. The way that both teams played. It wasn't just that they were hitting their shots. It wasn't just that they were getting good looks. It's that they were playing the basketball that they wanted to play, right? It looked like for that first big part of the first half that both of these teams came in and said, hey, this is our plan. This is what we want to do. And then they just started executing on it. It started working out really, really well for both sides. And you saw Purdue and Wisconsin be able to run with one another when each one, it seemed like, was throwing punches big time. I, Purdue jumped out to an early lead there, was hitting it shots right off the bat. Uh, Wisconsin was able to keep things and keep it from Purdue pulling away. That was another note I had uh, as we go further on here. Uh, Purdue I, at halftime led and then going into the second half, there was a point there. An 8 nothing Wisconsin run in the second half where it could have gotten bad. Wisconsin had taken that lead. I, I, I think I said Purdue took the lead into that. Wisconsin had taken that lead, and midway through the second half, Wisconsin had gone on a big run, gone up by like 11 or 12. I'll pull up the actual sequence right now, and we don't have to keep guessing about it. But it was a point where I was like, all right, this is a spot where Wisconsin could pull away. Badgers are at home. Badgers are up 11, 12 points now after this big run, and Purdue could let it go. Quite honestly, Boilermakers didn't need to win this game. Obviously, the Big Ten matters. I'm not trying to downplay that. Winning the Big Ten regular season matters, but it's not quite the same as winning the Big Ten tournament, and it obviously isn't the kind of aspirations that a Purdue team has for the season as a whole, right? They're trying to look forward to, like, of course, NCAA tournament championships. So at that point in the game, you could have easily just been like, all right, all right, they're hitting everything right now. We'll put together a fight, but if they don't at least come back to us a little bit. It, it seemed like a point where the game could have gotten away from the bat or from the Boilermakers is what I'm trying to say. But Purdue fought back. I'll pull it up. I got it right here now. In the second half, the Badgers went up at a point when it was 50 to 39 with 12.50 left to play. And, and that wasn't even part of that 8-0 run earlier. The Badgers were looking like they could be pulling away, putting together a really good defensive game. And 
Purdue had started to show a little bit of those things that they had done against Michigan State Saturday, some turnovers, things like that. But Purdue fought back. Zach Eady makes a couple free throws. Jaden Ivey, of course, takes over at certain points, makes really great academic acrobatic plays and all of a sudden it goes from 50 to 39 to 52 all and we've got a great ball game on our hands again it's just a fight down the way to the stretch and I thought that that ending stretch was just as good as we saw from the first part of this game too in those last what would it be since they tied that game and made it close again five six minutes we saw really good basketball again where both teams were like hey this is it this is five minutes here one stretch after that last tv timeout the four minute break where we can fight for the Big Ten title if you're Wisconsin or dominant control of the Big Ten if you're Purdue with just one game left to win against Indiana. So we got the best of the best. The best Big Ten game of the season lived up to the hype. And of course, the ending was absolutely outstanding too. Chucky Hepburn, a guy who had just been hitting all night long for Wisconsin in big moments it seems, comes out after Jaden Ivey had tied the game to win it for Wisconsin with what was three seconds left. I mean, it was storybook ending kind of stuff to what has been a storybook kind of season, it feels like. I mean, this happened, same thing to Purdue just last weekend. It happens here with Chucky Hepburn. We've seen Ron Harper Jr. make game-winning shot against Purdue. It's been that kind of a year for the Boilermakers, and it happens here again with one last chance at the Big Ten title poetic in a way. And of course, credit to the Badgers for winning their share of the Big Ten. Second time in the last three years, the Badgers will win at least that regular season title. Of course, both these teams have bigger aspirations. Both will be well safe in the NCAA tournament too as well, but two teams who are not quite safe yet. Indiana and Rutgers, right on the edge of the field of 68, and as it stands right now, facing off against each other tonight, it looking like this may be for a bid hear this game this evening. We'll talk more about that as we wrap things up here on Locked On Big Ten in just a minute. It's March, which means March Madness, and March Madness means it's time to start up those bracket pools. Now, if you've been doing this for a while, you know there's people who don't know how to do them, that's for sure. People who are fumbling around papers hours before things start or as things are going on throughout the tournament. People who don't understand how to work your online pool, or honestly, people who are participating who just don't understand how to do things online all that much. If you're tired of doing the usual stuff for your brackets and you want to switch over to the best, you head over to runyourpool.com. This is a place to go for really any sort of bracket need that you may want. If you're just trying to put together a pool with you and your buddies, Run Your Pool, of course, has your back there. If you want to do something a little bit different than a standard bracket, maybe have some sort of eliminator game that they offer or other kind of custom competitions, you can do that at Run Your Pool. If you're running a business trying to get all the coworkers involved in something, you can do a company pool. Or if you want to get customers involved, bring in new customers perhaps with a contest, you can get that done at runyourpool.com too. Again, really anything that you want to do with the bracket here this March, there's plenty of ways for you to make money picking games or for your business as well. Head over to Run Your Pool right now and see all that they have to offer. And if you end up using their service, enter Pure Madness at checkout in their little coupon code for a 10% coupon off your custom pool. Again, go to runyourpool.com, use our promo code Pure Madness or Play with us, too, at runyourpool.com slash locked on. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. For more ways to play than ever, head on over to runyourpool.com this March. 
for your March Madness experience. Make it better than any other you've had before. Well, the winter months are still rearing their head here in Big Ten country, which means that it may be time to make sure that your car is at the very least up to date because if something's going to break down, you don't want it to be while you're out stuck in the cold. If you head over to rockauto.com, you can get any of the parts that you may need if you want to make an upgrade, a repair, or do something as simple as just buy some new floor mats for the car too. All of it's over there at rockauto.com, and you can get it at a cheaper price from a family-run business without having to run through the middleman of the parts shop or the dealership or anybody else. Make sure you're getting the right parts for your car. Do it from the comfort of your own home without leaving the couch and have it delivered straight to your front door at rockauto.com. Again, that's rockauto, the place to go for anything you need for your car. Again, parts, repairs, new oil, new mats for the floors, anything like that. Again, it's rockauto to get you through the winter months and any hard times or just making sure there's still good times with your car. Hey, welcome back into Locked On Big Ten, finishing up the show today. Before we get into a big game tonight on the bubble, first off, a reminder, once you're done here today, head on over to your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL corner Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices as well. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as always, here on Locked On. All right, let's talk a little bit about a huge game tonight between Indiana and Rutgers. As I said, as it currently stands, at least according to Joe Lenardi, there's a lot of bracketologists out there. But according to the one that I trust most, Lenardi's ESPN Bracketology has Indiana and Rutgers as the last and second-to-last teams in the field of 68. So while this game is huge, I believe that it will be for an NCAA tournament bid when it gets down to the end of it on Selection Sunday. Now... This, of course, could be a meaningless game if both teams play their hearts out through the Big Ten tournament. That's one option, always. But let's say, just for argument's sake, that neither of these teams, Indiana or Rutgers, does something surprising in Indianapolis, right? They either beat the teams they're supposed to, depending on where they're seated. I haven't looked through all of exactly where these teams are going to end up exactly, but let's say they win until they're not supposed to win anymore. When do we have what or what do we have then with whatever happens with this one game? Well, you have really not all that much more to build a resume off of, right? Even if you do really well in the Big Ten tournament, if you lose this game, you're going to be on the outside looking in likely in the next bracketology update. And when you're looking at it, you could fight your way back in. But it's much more likely that you're going to be at the very best right there on the edge on Selection Sunday. So... If we get to that point, and let's say both these teams are at least somewhere near the bubble, then the the committee's going to obviously look at this head-to-head result here right before we got to when they were deciding who gets in and who doesn't. And whoever wins this game, I think is in. Whoever loses it, I think is out. And it's not just a result of where these teams are going to end up to. It's the fact that right now, as you look at things, this would be nine Big Ten tournament teams. In a tournament that, in some projections, would not have more than seven teams from any other conference in there. So, if there's a team at the edge, or in this case, two teams, even better, in this case, two teams in the Big Ten at the edge of the field, in Rutgers and Indiana, and they play each other head-to-head, and one of them ends up on Selection Sunday having a head-to-head win, say Indiana has a head-to-head win over Rutgers and they're both really close at the end to making it, 
If I'm on the committee, I'm saying, of course, Indiana gets in. They beat the other bubble team and Rutgers lost to the other bubble team. Both squads had the opportunity at the end of the season when it was right at the end of the line to prove that they deserve to get in. One of them is going to get that quality win here tonight. The other one, I think, is going to have enough of a blemish on its record with that loss alone that if it's close, on top of the fact that they would be the ninth Big Ten team in, I think a committee would say, all right, let's put this one Big Ten team that won in. We'll take this other Big Ten team, kick them out in favor of whatever, a mid-major, another SEC, Big East, Pac-12, whatever it is, school. That just seems like the most likely scenario to me in how the Big Ten and everything will play out and how this selection committee thinks. It's at least how the people who are talking about it on TV and on podcasts are going to be thinking for sure. Whoever wins this game, they're going to be able to say, hey, this is another bubble team right here. We beat them in the last two weeks. You can't put them in over us. So if they're in, we're in, no doubt. And if you lose this game, you have no argument as far as that goes, right? You say, all right, well, yeah, maybe we won these games in November, December, January, but we had the chance to win the game that could have secured everything less than two weeks ago, and we did not. There will be other bubble teams who get that win. Somebody tonight is not getting that win. That's all I'm saying. We'll be back tomorrow here on Locked On Big Ten, reviewing that, of course, big game between Indiana and Rutgers coming up tonight and anything else that happens over the course of the conference and in the conference in the day. We'll talk about it all right here tomorrow on Locked On Big Ten. I'm Nate Dickinson.